All right, welcome back to Extra Innings, week, what, six? And we've got uh, an extra special guest on today, mate. It is our baseball player from the Panthers, Joel Rodigue. Hello, everybody. Joel, what is up, brother? Uh, nothing nothing too much here. Just excited to be on today. Get us, give us your bloody accent, mate. All right, mate. Uh, I'm really excited to be on a podcast today. <laughs> Um, I tell you, I'm a huge fan, long-time fan. Listen to every episode. This is like a dream come true to me. It's like meeting like Beyonce or something. <laughs> hey, we're uh, really excited to have you. Um, we're so, doing it a little different today. We're having Joel on for the full episode. Yes, full talk episode. Him into it. Talk him into it. Yeah, so we're going to have to keep it simple, I guess, because, you know, Joel gets excited about some things. Quite long-winded, mate. Yeah, I do do that sometimes. Um, so we're going to talk about uh, a couple of MLB things. The Players Weekend was this weekend. Um, and then we'll talk about the Reds and Indians. Um, some NFL updates include Andrew Luck retiring. Wild. Very wild. Very sorry, Strader, if you're listening to this. Um, and then we'll get some spotlight uh, and then pickoffs for Sunday activities. Um, cool. And then we'll answer some questions at the end. So, Logan, what do you have with the Indians? Um, yeah, so Jose Ramirez fractured uh, the hamate bone in his wrist, and he's probably out for the season. So with him goes the Indians' hopes of making any kind of run in the playoffs. Um, Kluber's injury, like re-injury, already hurt us, but with him out, I mean, the team's still, they're still a solid team, but and with, Frank, with Francona at the helm, anything's possible. But even if they do slip in in the wild card or miraculously win the division, I don't see them making it past the divisional round in the playoffs. Tough. Good prediction, good prediction. I mean, but what's worse, that or the Reds just absolutely derailing their season? Yes. What is that? Two, three now, double-digit losses in the last couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, uh, it's tough. They lost today 9-8. Uh, and you'll love this. Bauer, after saying how he doesn't miss Cleveland, comes out today and throws, I think, three innings of, like, eight-run baseball. Yep. That's, uh, that's tough. That is tough. It's hard, hard to watch. Way of the road, way of the road. That's yeah, I agree. exactly what I would call But anyways, the Reds are – looks like they're folding over, in my opinion. Uh, it's hard to watch. I, I don't even think I want to watch anymore. Okay, but it's not like they were good before. That. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, Ben. I think they folded clean over about one out of 162 this year. Um, you know what? But we're looking forward to it to come uh, 2020 here. I, they had like a run, like like a small run at the end of the season where they're like, oh my god, there's a chance that we can sneak in, and everyone was flipping out, including me. I'm not gonna lie. And then uh, the Mets. How about the Mets rolling out of nowhere there? You know, uh, their, their pitching, pitching staff is really backpacking the team right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, they said, get in this backpack, we'll carry you to the wild card. And it looks like it's probably going to happen for the Mets. Congratulations to them. They were garbage a few years ago. So, you know what? We can hope that the Reds follow in their path. I think Reds, at least five years until we make it to the World Series. I don't know. I don't know, man. They're calling that, that, uh, that Sports Illustrated. They, they do that way too early. Way too early uh, predictions. Uh, 2022, they're saying. World Series champs. But they did call for the Astros. Um, fun fact, though, about that. They had that one pitcher who went in the first round uh-huh. the Astros on the cover. And uh, he's not in the league anymore. Tough break for him. Yeah. Hey, uh, in a local Sunday league. So yeah, seriously. I think he's playing in a beer league softball, actually. Shout out, shout out Job. Ooh. 
Um, so Players Weekend was a couple days ago, or and they had let's see, I don't know, the worst uniforms I've ever yeah. seen in my life. No kidding. I mean, how am I supposed to tell who's playing? We got the black and the white team on every single game on TV. So uh, yeah, I got to squint to see yeah, their so logo. Yeah, it's like. You would have thought, like, the color on your TV went out. Turns out they just weren't wearing colored uniforms. Oh, yeah, actually. And then the white team pitcher had to wear a black hat so that yeah. the batters can see well, the ball. What, like, the MLB's logic with Player Weekend is, like, let's show that the MLB has some flair and has some personality, and let's do that by wearing the most monochromatic colors possible. <laughs> no kidding. And, I mean, not, not to mention that, that love the idea of the nicknames on the back, back yeah. but, again, again with, with the uniforms, uniforms almost impossible to read. <laughs> and... <laughs> Some of them made zero sense to me. I feel like, you know, if you don't watch the teams, you know, because everybody enjoys Players Weekend, just watching, seeing updates. But, like, you know, you watch some random game with a team you don't really follow, and you got Joe Schmo coming up here with JB on the back of his jersey, and you're like, who is this guy? Who's this guy? Yeah, but, I mean, I get – apparently the logic was that wearing the black and white would allow, like, their accessories to show, like, their personality, like, the colors with their cleats and is, stuff. That is clean. I did see yeah. some fresh cleats. Yeah, which, like, week. that makes sense, but I, I just feel like they should have, like, crazy jerseys, too, because... Like, last year's were cool. Yeah, I mean... 100%. You should just throw some, like, lightning bolts on there somewhere, like, just... Go all so out. Just, just wear a full neon uniform. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's players weekend, weekend, like, you're doing it for the kiddies, and, like... Yeah. Kitties don't, don't want to see black and white. white. Come on, now. they want to see, like, race cars on their jerseys and stuff like that. <laughs> exactly. It's like Detroit, Motor City, come on. Yeah. That's perfect. That's some cool nicknames, yeah. Team nicknames. Big Red Machine. Yeah. Sorry, rip. Um, so let's get on to NFL. We have uh, some very sad news. Um, Andrew Luck has decided to retire at the age of, what, 29? 29. Surprisingly, out of left field, the yes. way it kind of sounds. Wow. Forfeiting, what was it? 50 million? 58.1 million. Yikes. Yeah, that, that hurts. But I did see the Colts, they could have, like, made him give them back, like, $24 million, and they're not going to make him pay them back for what he owes them. So the contract's yeah. yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. That's a good move by them. Yeah, how about, uh, you know, kind of, we're on the topic still, uh, the fans, Colts fans. You know, Logan, I know you were... You were pretty upset I, I, about yeah, it. Yeah, I was up in arms about that. I'm not on board with that at all. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's a career move for him. He's plagued with injuries, and I think it's it's garbage on the Colts fans that are complaining about it. Like, he gave you, you know, what, eight, seven, eight good seasons as well as he could give. I mean, his body kind of fell apart on him, but, you know, what can you do about that? You know, you got chumps drinking bush light in the stadium that are booing a guy who's making, you know, he's got a $50 million contract on the plate that he's given up, so it's not like – He's uh, just, just giving up nothing there. there. He's giving up that 50 million. Right, yeah. Um, I, the thing, like, that was funny to me was, like, former players on Twitter, current players were like, yeah, no one understands how much of, like, a warrior this guy is. Like, they're yeah. giving him props. Like, it's so hard to come back from injuries and play injured. And they're, like, wishing him the best. And then you have, like, um, Army John on Twitter, like, Andrew Luck is a uh, bum. He is such a chump, like, all this stuff. Get like, the hell out of my cult territory. People are calling him soft. I'm like, okay, dude. Yeah, I mean, the last time you played an organized sport was in eighth grade. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. You got cut he's, from your I mean, that's a, he's a man. Andrew Luck is a man. He has yeah, a full he beard. Like, and he's, he's the most respected QB. You see that clip of him getting tackled, and he's like, oh, nice hit, nice yeah, hit. Good hit, good hit. Um, 
but I do love, speaking of Andrew Luck, and um, the Twitter page, like Captain Andrew oh, Luck, classic, like the, the sign off. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, you know, writing to his mother or whatever that the, the football's getting too much, which I understand that, man. Nobody wants to end up with CTE and, like, you know, those guys will end up forgetting their kids' names and stuff like that. So good for him getting out when uh, he's comfortable. He joins a long list of players, actually, that have um, recently, uh, you know, relatively recently retired. Yeah. Uh, uh, kind of before their due date, it kind of seemed like I saw a list with uh, Calvin Johnson on there, retiring at 30, and uh, Sanders, too, retiring yeah, Sanders. at 31. I got the Captain Andrew Luck tweet. It says, Dearest Mother, the quill has never felt more heavy. I have made the decision to holster my sidearm permanently. I shall battle no more. The decision is difficult, but as the hogs taught me, I must be true to myself. I am coming home to care for you and the fam, or the farm. Dash Andrew. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, good luck to him and whatever he decides to do with the rest of his uh, career. You know, he's got, I think he'll be one of those guys that kind of sticks around the football world but kind of slips through the cracks eventually. He uh, doesn't seem to be like a huge, he kind of reminds me of like the Kawhi Leonard of the NFL. You know, when Kawhi Leonard goes, I think uh, you're never going to hear about Kawhi Leonard ever again. That's true. Um, it's kind of what I thought about Tim Duncan, though, and look where he's at back with the Spurs organization as an assistant coach. Yeah, he's a Spur for life. Which is kind of cool for yeah, yeah, but so. Andrew Luck, Stanford man, you never know. It's true. I'm yeah, I mean, honestly, if he actually like just got a real world job, he'd still probably be incredibly successful. Yeah, I mean, he seems, seems like, like a guy that's. Uh, I think Andrew Luck is the kind of guy I'd imagine if I go to the BMV or DMV, whatever it's called. Yeah. To get my license. Like, I could see that, or like, like a help you. like a sprint, like working at a sprint store. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. Like something like that, like something totally general. Wouldn't expect an NFL QB. You walk in there and you're like, dude, this guy's like six five. He's like, this guy played hey, in the NFL. You play basketball? Yeah. yeah. It turns out this guy actually played in the NFL. It's wild. Okay, this just in. We're gonna go to Robbie Job for the Week Two Fantasy Football Outsider Report. Robbie, what do you got? Fantasy Football Outsider Report. Um, today I can't be there in the studio. I'm sorry about that. I actually had my fantasy draft tonight, so that kept me out of joining Spear and Logan in the uh, studio. Um, so today we're going to do it a little bit different. Um, but to start off, what did I tell you people? I mean, I couldn't have drawn it up any better. Remember all those clown commissioners who thought it would be a great idea to have the draft six weeks before meaningful football even started? And now look, what do we got? Andrew Luck's done forever? I mean, you, you can't make this up. I mean, Andrew Luck, I feel for him. It's a sad situation. I mean, he's battled injuries every year. In fantasy, really, I mean, he had a great season last year, and he's projected to be top three or four quarterback. But as a degenerate fantasy football player, I mean, these... There's so many people drafted. I know they they went up and probably drafted him in the fourth or fifth round. Think he's gonna have a great year, and I mean they just completely wasted a draft pick. Now now they're dealing with Joe Schmo in their lineup. Oh, it's terrible. So what we're gonna do? Let's do a little uh, thoughts and prayers for the Andrew Luck drafters with a a moment of silence. Thank you, everybody. All right, but uh, so today's episode, um, I'm just gonna have a couple general tips uh, when going actually going through the through the draft process. Um, this is some things that I really kind of noticed today. Um, 
always go with your gut feeling. If you got a guy in the draft that, I mean, you really just want to have on your team, I mean, you've kind of been wanting him for a while, um, and it gets down to that round where you could go a little earlier, um, don't be afraid to take him. Um, because, I mean, it, it always can come back, and he'll be off the board before your uh, next pick. I mean, it happened with a couple players today. Uh, like last week, I was really high on uh, Darius Geis. Um, and I kind of waited a little longer, and I should have on him. And and then Calvin Ridley as well. He got drafted the pick before. So, I mean, just always go with your gut feeling. If you like someone, go, go and get them. Um, second, uh, don't try to be too smart. I mean, it's, it's really not rocket science. Um, all, all the rankings are in there for order. Um, if, like, you think there's a backup who might get some playing time later in the season. Um, I mean, anybody like that, you, you draft them later in the round. Um, I'm, I'm mainly speaking on uh, Ball. He decided to draft the uh, Giants backup running back in the sixth round, which was absolutely crazy. Um, so just try to avoid doing something like that. Also, just understand all the injuries going beforehand before your draft. Make sure you're current, um, especially on weekends when games are happening every day. Um, injuries pop up all the time. Uh, again, I'm speaking about ball because this guy decided to drive or er, draft Lamar Miller, um, who tore his ACL and is out for the year. So I mean, that was just a great pick on his part. But I'm um, just playing with ball a little bit. Uh, he actually had a surprisingly good draft through the first six rounds, and then he decided to put it on auto draft, and that's that's how he got stuck with Lamar Miller. But um, those are just some general tips today. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'll be back next week. Uh, with Spear and Brewer in the studio, so we'll get after it a little bit better. Um, hope you guys have a good Monday. Uh, back to you, Spear and Brewer. Second up, coming up next. Uh, so let's move on to Spotlight. We have one universal Spotlight this yes, week. Yes, we do. Logan, take it away. The Popeye's Chicken Sandwich. Yes. Sheesh. Yeah. Uh, we went, and first off, it was crowded. Like, yeah, we went to two, and we get to two. the first one we couldn't even pull in the parking lot because the there was a line out into the road. And then we like backed out, went to the second one, waited in line inside for like, for like 45 minutes. Literally. Easily. But small. was it worth the wait? Okay, I wouldn't say it was worth the incredibly terrible per, or, um, customer, service. customer service and the wait, but it was a highly satisfying chicken sandwich, for I sure. I mean, to, to be, be fair, fair in, um, I guess, in the defense of Popeye's employees, I guarantee uh, those lines and what you're speaking about is what they've been dealing with for the past you oh, know, no, like, week. I mean, I understand why it was slow. I'm just saying, like, Popeye's already routinely has terrible service, so that just made it worse. It's coming from, I'm not a huge Popeye's guy, so it's, it's tough to tell. But what I will say, most exciting for me... Uh, with the Popeye sandwich is the Twitter beef that came along. Oh, dude. And I mean, I'm talking chicken places were coming out of the cracks to throw in there. Yeah, literally coming out of the woodwork to throw in there two cents about their, um, you know, Tyson brand chicken sandwiches that everybody's thrown out. So, um, but as always, uh, it appeared that Wendy's probably got the uh, biggest clap of the Twitter beef. Whoever's in charge of their Twitter page, uh, we need to get. Need to get in touch with him and get him on the podcast. I mean, this guy's comedy gold out here for real. I think that, and then the uh, the iconic picture of the Popeyes worker taking a break outside, looking oh, like yeah. Michael Jordan. That's, that's messed yeah. up. 
it was, uh, for those who don't know, listening, it was a Popeye's worker outside on their break, sitting on a bench with their, like, hands folded, like, looking down at the ground, and, like, it just, it was an instant meme. That's, that's what happens when you're eating dry biscuits all the time. Uh, hey, chill, chill on the Popeye's biscuits. <laughs> Six biscuit challenges, do it. Um, so that'd be some good content. For yeah, the seriously, six. <laughs> I heard, I heard AS, ASMR, honestly. John, John Conkle, John Conkle, calling for the uh, six biscuit challenge. John Conkle, yeah, he'll run it. Um, so we're gonna go into some questions for Joel. Uh, we don't have a lot, kind of running loose here. We don't really have a lot of things planned. Just, just like here, though. Yeah, Lucy Goosey. Lucy Goosey, yeah. A lot of creative minds in this room. It's a little dangerous, I think. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of scared for, you know. If we move forward with this, you know, if pe- we get good reception on this, we might have to bring Joel on full time. We really might. I, I would say I would, I would love, love to be a part of the team here. We do have a junior intern position yeah, open. Yeah, just oh, open. Interesting. Throughout the application. I will. Okay. Um, what kind, what's what's uh, what's the qualifications? <laughs> qualifications is have a wicked mustache. Wow, that's actually and or what a solid goatee. What what a coincidence! I could have either or of those things. Because right now I have the goatee, but if I needed to have the mustache for the job, I could that's shave that's wild. And the goatee. Another qualification was dedication, and you just showed that right that's there. Yeah, you would do anything for it. So it turns out I don't have to fill out the application in the first place. Uh, I think we just filled it out right here. Actually, on I'm the conducting podcast. the interview. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Logan, you <laughs> do you want to get started? All right. Yeah. So, um, someone asked me this a couple weeks ago, and um, I had my own personal logic to it, but I feel like. You're going to bring a nice spin to yeah, it. a little flavor. Would you rather fight a black bear or a mountain lion? To the death, bear hands. To the death, bear hands. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I think straight up in a fight, like, you know, mano y mano in, like, a cage match. Yeah. I think I'm going to take the mountain lion. Me too. I agree. And here's my thought process. I mean, a black. I don't. I think you could get your hands around a mountain lion's neck. That's if you what I said. <laughs> exactly. Like, you I can mean, choke that boy yeah. out. And, and to, to be fair, fair, I would say um, black bear. I feel like it's going to be much more of a mellow fighter. But in the instance, like I'm just going to assume that they're both red hot mad at me for whatever reason. Um, so I think I'm going to take the the cougar, the mountain cougar, because I think I can. I think I'll. I'm saying yes. Ricky Bobby's dad put a cougar in the car, and he was fine. So. And, I mean, and to be fair, Ricky Bobby got out of that car and didn't even remotely look like he got attacked by a cougar, despite what the noises were in the background. So not sure what that's about. Maybe cougars are just big, gentle giants, and everybody's kind of got a bad perception of them. I don't know. I mean, so, actually, I heard, so, like, 98% of the time, you're still dying either way, but, like, if I'm going to roll the dice, I'm going with the mountain lion. I agree. There was a story about... Some hiker out in like Colorado oh, or something. I've heard about this. I've heard about and this. He uh, got attacked by a mountain lion and, and just, he choked it just out man and killed it. it. Just, just manhandled it. I mean, to, to be, be fair. So that shows it's humanly possible. Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely, definitely don't, don't have cameras, cameras out here, but I am no big body and I will say that. But I am fairly agile for my size. <laughs> so I think if I can uh, smack around a mountain lion, I think we'll be good. Um, great answer. Uh, so for those who don't know, Joel's background revolves around Wapakoneta, Ohio, which is where he is from. Yes, uh, by the way, Wapakoneta, first man on the moon, Neil Armstrong. Hey, <laughs> yep. But, but did, did he actually go to the moon? Thoughts? Um, I am a, 
strictly due to my background, I am required by Wapakoneta law, actually, to say that he did. Um, because we actually, this summer, uh, as many of you know, uh, 50th anniversary, uh, you know, he landed on the moon in 1969. Huh? Um, so 50th anniversary here, and I mean, our town was popping off all summer with the you know, it was crazy, actually. We had a big, uh, it's called the Moon Fest. It's, um, we have a big parade that go through. Yeah. Um, if you ever been to Wapak, it's right down 75. You see there's a giant moon museum in there. It's actually pretty cool. I've been in there a few times. Uh, shout out Mitch Bolt. I also believe he's been in there. Uh, he's got some heritage from Wapak as well. Um, but, yeah, so we actually have a Moon Fest parade. And it was kind of weird, though, because they were bringing, like, people through. And it was, like, Neil Armstrong's junior year prom date, like, what significance does that woman hold in Neil Armstrong's life other than a junior year prom date? But you know what? Shout out to uh, Mary Beth on the, uh, in the 79 Cadillac there, cruising down the street, getting all the claps from the kitties. Uh, as long as you throw them candy, though, of course. So Wapak has a moon fest. Ashland has a balloon fest. What about a balloon to the moon fest? Joint um, venture between joint. Wapak and Ashland. That would be Thoughts. a huge, I think a huge, huge success. Uh, I, think I think so. so. Because, because if you think about, about it, uh, Air travel was actually revolutionized by the balloon. So without the balloon, I don't think we get to the moon. We don't. So um, I think that's really important. The Ashland kind of leading the the balloon fest. Um, and you know, I think that's one thing that Ohio is rich in is uh, history and flight. Um, forget about North Carolina. Uh, they definitely weren't the first in flight. Nope. Tough for them. Um, it was definitely yeah, Ohio. I never understood why they get the credit for that. I, I think it's because they like took off in. North Carolina, like apparently North Carolina is just known for flat ground or runways, uh, but they, they definitely, flat ground? yeah, like flat ground. Oh, you want to go throw a flat ground? Uh, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> my arm would be sore for the next like week and a half. Um, but yeah, so I think I think it's Ohio's rich history in flight. So uh, that's a nice connection between the balloon fest and the moon fest out there. I think you answered my question. My, my question was what kind of interesting things are in Wapak. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I can. Yeah, other than Moonfest. Uh, yeah. Other than the Moonfest. Uh, uh, you like talked I to said, us about the Demolition Derby. How about yeah, that? Yeah, the Demo Derby. Uh, Thursday of Fair Week. Uh, fair is the first week in August. Like, it sometimes runs into July. It just kind of depends on when the uh, the lines match up there. Um, fair, great time. You know, I used to I used to show dairy cattle. Actually, uh, you know, you drag them boys around in the ring, and it sucked, really. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was awful. Um, but other than that, you know, it's not too much. Um, we're a pretty small, small town, right around 10,000, uh, 10,000 strong. Um, we've yeah, we got the big museum, uh, the Moon Museum. It's got a really nice, uh, like, uh, planetarium kind of thing, like a movie place in there. So you, like, sit, sit in these big recliners, and you, like, recline, and it's mm. all the stars. It's kind of cool. Other than that, uh, it's a lot of cornfields out in Wapak. Oh, yeah. Um, ton of them like it's good when planting season comes around you know about it <laughs> planting season planting season it's a really good time you get a lot of lifted trucks in town love to see that you know people rolling a lot coal. of coming stickers yeah. on the back oh my gosh all the coming stickers people rolling coal like uh, you know just destroying the environment classic uh classic small town rural area just absolutely doing their part to uh, destroy the ozone layer as with the rest of the world logan what you got all right um for those of you who don't know Joel, he's a big big music guy. Huge. So, uh, Joel, it's going to be tough, but what's your favorite song of all time? Ooh, favorite song of all time. Now, it's an uh, interesting debate um, because there's a few candidates, um, and it's tough to pick. I have a 
I know a menagerie of music throughout uh, many a decade. Um, but I'm gonna, if I have to choose, um, I think I'm going to have to go with like maybe Fergalicious or something like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's probably what I would have never came up with that on my list of Joel. No, uh, I don't know if that's, that's really it. Actually, it's probably a Queen song, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, classic. I, I knew, that's I what hit, I thought you were going to say. I can hit them all, hit all the notes in that one. Uh, so Queen, if you ever need a uh, cover, cover singer, hit me up. Uh, nice. Find me on Twitter. Um, so I think you like to debate things. That's probably not. Oh, I am yeah. a master debater, as um, they say. Jesus. Ooh. Okay. We have. Uh, I have a couple. If you would, so kindly answer. Uh, the first one is, and I know we've been talking about animals a lot. Classic. Uh, you know, Wapak Farm stuff. I'm sure you're uh, fond of this stuff. But here we go. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Um. See what. Uh, Contrary to popular belief, uh, chickens are actually insane. Um, they're bloodthirsty creatures. Um, I actually, my buddy Jimbo, one time, he—that's not a real person. <laughs> uh, he was messing with his chickens, man, and I just—I watched one peck both of his eyes clean out, peck them both clean out. Um, so I'm gonna say, like, you would think it would take a lot of chickens, yeah. But although chickens are flightless birds, they can kind of hover in the air. So I think if, if a chicken got got onto the elephant, I think it could peck right through that thick hide. Um, and the elephant doesn't really have any natural defense mechanisms once the chicken latches on with its talons. So I'm going to say like wow, 17 chickens. Wow. <laughs> no. A, fu a full-sized elephant. Yeah. 17 chickens. I mean, have you seen the size of chickens nowadays? <laughs> But chickens bro, the, the Popeye's chicken sandwich is big. Chickens could put your pants on and wear them. Your Sunday trousers. I'm telling you, they're ginormous these days. It's all those GMOs and stuff, you know. It's slowly poisoning you probably but uh, with the additives. But you got big chicken. <laughs> all right, last one for me. Uh, this one's not about farm animals, but is cereal a soup? Why or why not? Um, I'm definitely going to go with a yes here on cereal being a soup. Um, my main main reason why uh, it's it's the liquid base. You know, think about it. I feel like most people's argument against cereal being a soup, well, it's cold. It's got cold milk in it. Yeah, but not all soup needs to be warm. Like, come on now. I mean, chicken noodle soup, yes, of course. Like, vegetable soup. I mean, vegetable soup really doesn't have to be warm if you didn't want it to be warm. Conkle in the crowd saying gazpacho. Yeah. Cold soup, uh, gazpacho. Wasn't aware of it, but uh, good thing we have very, very good audience, live audience. Um, yeah. Eating Chipotle. Eating Thanks. Chipotle right in front of us. Actually, extremely disrespectful, though. We'll just talk about that later, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with cereal. Definitely a soup. Um, preference would be frosted flake soup, actually. Ooh, frosted okay. flake soup. Don't ever say it again. I'm definitely disagreeing with you on that. but Yeah, I don't know if I'm on board. But you don't like your soups crunchy? All right, Joel, this is a hard hitter. How much money would it take to get my name tattooed on your forehead without the ability to remove it later in life? Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. $20 does happen to be $20. And I'm just going to leave it at that. All right, that's not a bad answer. Hey, a crisp Andrew Jackson goes a long way nowadays. <laughs> That's 
buy four for fours. That, that is buy four for fours. That could feed you for a while. That's a, or five buck lunch at DQ from eleven to four um, every day. Uh, you get a Sunday in there as well, so that's ice cream for four days in a row. That's a quick sponsor, by the way. That's, that's yeah. I like that technique. That's, that's just you, another reason to have an intern on here. This episode not at all brought to you by Dairy Queen, but go check it out. Uh, five buck lunch, eleven to four every day. Uh, do you have any more questions, or is that it? All right, Joel, thank you for coming on. Um, before you go, we got our uh, pickoffs for this week, and uh, this week's topic is Sunday activities. So if you'd like to start, uh, give us your top Sunday activity. Ooh, putting me on the spot here. Um, Sunday activity, first and foremost, definitely is Operation Sleep In. Um, nice. You know, yep. it's a, you might have had a rough Saturday night, uh, not us here. Of course, we're good uh, – church going boys here on the podcast um so i'm gonna call that one on number one it's always nice to sleep in uh number two oh, 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 oh we gotta go around oh oh it's like a, okay Ricky. okay it's like a group it's a pass up. I'll, go, yeah, I'll, I'll go next um this is like something you think of when you think of sunday activities like activities could be anything but like if you're actually going to be active it's golf oh great okay. answer great answer good it's like family feud in here it is yes um, Can I get golf? Survey says. Survey says. Yeah, that's gonna be number one. That's, yeah, that'll play. We'll that'll play. play. Um, for me, watch some football. Yep. Nice. It's gotta be the other time of year, but you know. I agree. I was I was thinking about it, but not a huge uh, NFL fan. Um, one thing I will say though, Steelers absolutely hot garbage. Whoever said they're gonna go ten and six this year? Yikes. <laughs> All right, well, uh, what's your second pick? Uh, my second pick on a Sunday, um, you know, it's it's got to be that, that Sunday brunch with the family. at the Especially, you know, you, you hit like a, a hometown joint, uh, you know, kind of a little tradition thing. You ever had First Watch? I have not. It's very like, good. Kind of yeah. like hipster-ish, okay. but it's very good. Yeah, it's and good for it. you. Yeah. Um, like, well, I'll actually let you guys in on a little insight. Uh, if you remember or not, Sundays at Taco Bell back in the day, 49 cent soft tacos. That was always a big move. Can't uh, say I ever heard of that. Really? Yeah. Really, that was big. I mean, they had to, they stopped doing it though because people would just come through and order like 100 tacos. Because I mean, 49 cents, you can't beat it, really. Like that's feed a graduation yeah, party they, for they, with 49 cent Taco Bell tacos. on the taco market. For yeah, sure, that's cents. and I think they probably edged themselves out of the taco market at 49 cents a taco because now they're like Two and a half dollars per taco, which is absurd. Like, I mean, you are eating greasy Processed mush. dog food, but basically. I'm not going to lie. It does taste very good. Yes. Delicious. Um, so my second pick, I'm going to go through scrolling through social media almost all day. Oh, the classic. Just checked Instagram. Going to get back on Instagram. See the same and picture. Refresh it. Yes. For nothing to come up. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Go, go through Twitter. Scroll down. Oh, I saw his tweet earlier. Go to the top, refresh, and maybe maybe one or one two. One new retweet of chances are hot garbage. <laughs> um, for me, second would be Sunday. You know, it's just a lazy day, so just gonna lay in bed all day, watch whatever streaming service you're into, Netflix, Hulu, yes, whatever. Nice. You know, get that cute mixer. Up. Forget about mixer. Mixer. Shout out Ninja. Huge, huge ninja guy. 
All right. Actually, but go Tifu first and foremost. All right, what's your third? My third pick, um, we're going to stay on the Ninja and Tifu topic. I'm going to go Fortnite yeah. with the boys. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know what it is. Uh, catch me at Dusty Depot if you're trying to get demolished. Quick, uh, quick six kills at Dusty Depot. Hot six kills. Um, for my third, I don't know. I got you guys literally took like yeah, all. Yeah, Joel took uh, two of mine. Yeah, so sorry. I do not have a, a third. Joel, okay, yeah. I can come up with one. This is mine. It kind of goes off Joel's like the whole brunch thing. But, like my third is waking up late, so you're sleeping in, and you get your first meal at like one or two o'clock. Oof. Like, you wake up on Sunday and you be lazy and. You, you like the first time you eat is like one or two, and you just go ham. And we're also witnessing this live. Uh, Joe and John, it is late. This is their dinner at seven, wow. and they're just destroying Chipotle yeah. before um, our eyes. You guys might be able to pick up the lip smacking on the mics, actually. <laughs> uh, yikes! It sounds like some camels over here. Uh-oh. Ridiculous. Chewing on cud over there, fellas. All right, Logan. What's your last one? Um. You know, I I would enjoy like going to catch a Sunday movie. They do have those those early matinee shows. You know, you get in there at like noon and catch that new that new film. All right, um, so that's pickoffs. Those are pretty good. Classic Sunday lazy days. But um, we're gonna move on to viewers sending questions. Um, this week we've got we've got a few. Some of them may be a little more. Vulgar than others, we might not put it in. Yeah, Yikes. I'm not going to include those. Um, so the first one, um, hey, you, so you're ready to answer, right? I'm so ready. Okay. Hey, Extra Innings, great podcast this week. This was from last week. Joe made some good, outs, or very interesting and good outside points. I have a question revolving around your gaming skills. If you had to play the OG World at War Nazi Zombies, no warm-up, how many rounds would you last solo? Um, I'm going to have to go, uh, I didn't get a map specification there. Uh, obviously the classic Nocturne Toten yep. first map, first yep. zombies map. Um, there's absolutely nowhere to go in that place. Um, you camped in the second level. I, I knew exactly where to camp every single game. I actually used to play it on my uh, iPhone. Yeah, I was one of those guys. Um, but I'm going to say probably not, if we're going to just go OG Nocturne Toten, it's I'm only going to make it, like, 18 rounds. Like, I don't even think they had a -a pack-a-punch in that place. So, like, once you get to round 12, I mean, it takes 13 bullets in the head to kill one zombie. So, like, if you weren't pulling MG42s out of the mystery box, you were SOL. Yeah, you are screwed. So, you think, like, right now or back in the day? Yeah, see, that's that's my question. Are we talking my current... Video game skill level? Or I, think I think it's right now. I think, there. yeah, I think it's like if you would jump, like if we had it. Like if we stopped this podcast. Queued it up right now. Queued it up right now. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I was a sweat stain then, but it just so happens that I still am a sweat stain on video games as we speak. He didn't just come from the gym, he's just that sweaty. I'm just that. I was just cranking 90s, actually. Um, but yeah, I think it, it varies by map because I think definitely when you get into the, the deeper maps and. World at War. Uh, I think you get more training opportunities, and you could really run them. You know, uh, Darius first time they introduced the pack a punch into the uh, into the equation, so that was a huge introduction to the uh, 
Nazi Zombies franchise, um, and I think it really opens the doors for for your your round expansion. But oh, yeah. I, I think if we're just going to go classic Nocturne Toad, and you put me right around round seventeen, and then um, I'm probably going to get uh, probably going to get killed. <laughs> All right. Um, so our last question: We had some that were sent in, but were extremely vulgar. Jeff Paul, come on, Coach a, Coach A might be listening to us. Yeah, so that's, that's ridiculous. Um, this one is question of the week. Uh, there's two, and the person who asked it is Cody Paternitti, one of our most loyal fans. I have seen him on Twitter before, uh, talking great about the podcast. You love to see it on social media, getting that exposure. Oh, yes. So, he says, first off, he says, it hurts not having the question of the week. Really upset about it, but I just got to be better. Love that. Great start. Yeah, hey, you know what? That's what it's about. Be better. Uh, two, two questions. If you could go back and change what position you played, would you, like, would you, and what would your new position be? Why? Am yeah. I good at my new position? Or am I as good as I am now at my current position? Um, I, let's just assume uh, you are qualified to play at the level that you currently play yeah. at in that certain position. Like so right say now, you're a Division two pitcher. You, yes, you would be a Division two catcher. Whatever. Shortstop catcher. Or, or shortstop. I'd probably remain a pitcher. If I was gonna be better, if I was gonna be better than I am and be like nice, I'd want to be a shortstop. Oh, for sure. Oh, easily. I mean, yeah. Or center field. I kind of agree with that. I think Joel might be a little different. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I do um, as much as I do enjoy pitching. Um, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to be on the receiving end. Actually, I, I used to catch. <laughs> yeah, you did. I used, used to catch down yeah. back in the day. So <laughs> I would love to be on the receiving end of a pitch. Actually. Uh, so, catcher. Could arrange that. Yeah. Um, no. All right. Um, next question. And last question. It says, also, you have $8. You have to pick one fast food place to eat. What's your order? Wow. $8 in the fast food game. I mean, other than McDonald's, you could order a menagerie of food. <laughs> <laughs> You could. That's the second time you used that word. I love it. That's it's, a good word. It's a colorful word. Word of the day. Yeah. Yeah, McDonald's. You could easily order like what, a bunch of dollar menu items. Yeah, you could order like eight McChickens, and that's about it. As long as you go through the drive-through, because you're not trying to pay that tax. Yeah. That's a sales tax. Um. I don't know. Two. Like, what's what's the first place you think of with eight dollars? I mean, if you're getting like a combo, that's pretty like any more. That you're only gonna be able to get one thing, so I don't know two four for fours. I know that's what I'm saying. Like if I'd probably go to Wendy's, get a four for four, that and is, then just clean. tack some other stuff on, just like random stuff. I mean, I think it depends. It depends on your uh, location for sure. Now, if we're going straight from school, uh, like from Ohio Dominican University, uh, it's definitely gonna be a Wendy's move. But if I'm back home, I'm gonna be honest with you guys, it's gonna be McDonald's, uh, Wapak's McDonald's, top notch, uh, one of the best in the state. Uh, fun fact, we actually have, I believe to this day, it is the largest McDonald's in the state of Ohio. Um, fact check me, I'm not exactly sure. Um, I believe it's just the square footage of the building. Um, not an expert, but when well, it was... I didn't know if you meant like largest as in like highest revenue or like largest oh, as in just the oh, large, no. biggest physical large building. It, I think yeah. it is the biggest physical building for for a McDonald's in all of Ohio, Are which you is proud of insane. That? Oh, absolutely. Our McDonald's is top notch. I mean, I'm talking snap drive-through speed. Right. Like you barely put, you barely tap the brake and you're if moving through. If we're in Ohio, 
probably I'm just going to go with Wendy's or like Taco Bell, wild card. I enjoy Taco oh, Bell. I agree. Yeah. Um, but if we're heading, heading down south, down south, get a little uh, cookout. cookout. Yeah, I knew it was coming. I love me some cookout. That stuff's great. You know, I was actually thinking about opening up a franchise up north. It's like, yeah, I looked it up. It's like 400K. You just drop it straight in and open yourself up a franchise. <laughs> I'm serious. It's simple. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you'll walk in. Easy. You'll walk into the cookout in Columbus, Ohio, and you'll see Chef and Just make Chef sure when Joel. you build your cookout that it's the largest square footage. It very well could be. Building. Yeah, the yeah, building. Great service. Might as well just call it Chick-fil-A with that fast drive-through speed. Yeah. It'll be unreal. I'm going to be honest. I'm not a big Chick-fil-A guy. I, I enjoy Chick Fil A, but I think that it's definitely just. I think it's. it's I think it's overhyped. Yeah. People are like, "Oh, Chick Fil A way better than Canes." Like to be honest, man, like Canes is. I love it. Like I do love me a Canes, but like that's subpar chicken in, in the grand scheme oh, yeah, of things. Oh no, definitely. All right, uh, good answers, Joel. Thank you for coming on. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah. That was a bloody good podcast. Uh, it's a great podcast, I tell you. Absolutely smashing. We'll get back to you when we talk about uh, in a possible internship with the podcast, mate. Yeah, I would. I would love to be on. I'd love to be on more often, whether it be behind the scenes or back back uh, back on the microphone. You know, I love being on here. I love uh, getting my opinion out there to everybody. I think it's a really good. I got really good points for certain things like chicken and uh, <laughs> McDonald's sizes. <laughs> All right, thank you, Joel. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>